Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Not So Serious Couple Podcast. I'm one half of your host, Anthony. And I'm Shelby. And um, it's been a little while. It's been a little while since we got a chance to talk to you guys. It's probably been how long, babe? Uh, I'm thinking probably end of June, beginning of July. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking as well. So there's a good chance that no one here knows that we've gotten married since that time. Yeah. We, I think we may have discussed that we had plans to do that, but yeah, mm-hmm. got married end of June. And uh, yeah, that's more than three months. So I feel like there's probably a lot of things in our lives that <laughs> have changed in some capacity that um, we should probably share here. But actually putting this episode together was something that we thought about, what, yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, we hadn't really been script writing or even going over topics. And I know originally it was like me who had kind of fallen off of the recording mm-hmm. um but i lately i've been wanting to get back into it definitely because it was a, a fun thing for me and definitely want to connect with people so yeah I'm happy I, to be back. i've i really had enjoyed the process of doing it and it was something that was i felt like to look forward to mm-hmm. it is a lot of more work than i thought in terms of like actually thinking of a topic that you want to talk about and like understanding and doing some research so you can kind of speak to that topic Mm -hmm. um but i do miss doing this right it was always really nice to kind of even just have a conversation you know Mm -hmm. and even like also with our topics getting uh into like freestyling it a little bit i want to try and do that a little bit as well Mm -hmm. i think that's also really cool and just get other perspectives on like the things we talk about too um but yeah we are currently in our little recording room um and we're sipping on some tea this is a caramel apple dream i forget the name of this tea brand but it's very popular this is starts with a c Hmm. celestial i want to say that's what they're called celestial just like (laughs) your garden variety but it, it, it's probably the most popular store brand but once i when we were getting ready to start and you had started brewing some tea and mm-hmm. brought back memories of this for me i was like oh yeah this wouldn't be as good if we, we didn't, didn't have, have tea yeah mm-hmm. we always like to drink a little hot beverage um while recording this and that's a actually a pretty big change i'd say for you you cut out coffee for the most part right which is I never thought I would see you really cut out coffee to the extent that you have and for as long as you've done it so far because you are just such a big coffee drinker. I mean, multiple cups Mm -hmm. in the day, which is like insane for me because I'm not a huge coffee drinker. Right. I just like the idea of drinking coffee, but I'm the type of person that needs to put a whole cup of creamer in there. So I don't have to taste the coffee as much. Mm-hmm. Where it's more uh, a creamer than it is coffee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, although on the on the other hand, if you give me an iced coffee, I will crush that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was. Uh, I felt like I was drinking like three cups in the morning, and a lot of times that was before I was even putting anything in my stomach. But I also thought back, like I've been drinking coffee since I was like six. So it was insane. Yeah, very insane. Like my grandma, I don't think she realized like that maybe that wasn't the best I did, but I always wanted to be the big kid. So I was like, Yeah, give me a little bit. She was like, All right, here's a little splash, and that turned into me being 14 brewing my own pots before I was going to school. Like I was going to a a day at work. That's crazy. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. So I'm and it's funny, it's it hasn't been really an issue, and I 
I know it's most days, especially because, you know, I've changed a lot of other things in my life um, that I don't really need it most mornings. It was just like a really bad habit. Yeah, so, you're just so accustomed to it. Yeah, but I like having like one occasionally. Yeah. Like, I think that's ultimately what I'm going to maintain it as um, first thing in the morning. I don't, I, I just noticed I don't really need it like I used to, so. Yeah, I mean, we have a an espresso machine and I'm going to mm. still be buying coffees for it because I love the Nespresso and I love how it brews the coffees. Um, I just, I know personally, I will not be drinking coffee as much. I've definitely stopped drinking coffee pretty much altogether at this point. Mm-hmm. I have had some days where I've had maybe a cup of coffee. And even when I make the cup, I don't finish it because mm. I'm like too afraid to finish it. Right. Um, and that's mostly just because of my journey that I am going on to just try to do and deal with my mental health better. I suffer from really bad anxiety, so mm-hmm. coffee can enhance that. So I've really tried to cut that kind of stuff out um, and focus more on putting better things into my body, which that is still a work in progress. Mm-hmm. But I, neither one of us drinks. I don't drink coffee. You don't drink coffee. Like there's nothing else that we do um, that I would say is necessarily bad. It's now just a matter of eating the right things Mm -hmm. and better portioned meals. That's my next thing. I'm going to take a nutrition class and really get my eating to my eating is not horrible, but it definitely can be better. Once I get it better, then I'll go for my beach bod. That's going to be like peak goal. I have a great bod right now, I think. Yeah. But it could be better. So that's my next goal, like really getting really tight and locked in on my eating. Yeah. That's what I really would like to do because I know, especially with anxiety and stuff, a lot of that can just really also stem from those outside sources, um, like not working out all the time or not eating proper foods. If mm-hmm. you're constantly consuming sugars, that is going to have an effect on your anxiety levels too. So it's just like all of those little factors and trying to find the right combinations of things to help me manage it a lot better, right. which kind of goes into like part of, part of the reason why I know I was grateful for the break was because around the time we stopped is when my mental health took a really big turn. Uh, that's right. Yeah. And I was going to ask you that, like, what was something that you felt that's happened in between that time that, um, that you'd like to speak on? And I didn't even realize that was during that same time. So I, mm-hmm. I cut you off there, but continue. No, you're good. No, but yeah, my, my mental health was in a very, very bad place. I had never experienced anything like it before. And I was, I remember explaining it to you the other night to the extent that it was for me, but it got to the point where I couldn't actually function. Mm-hmm. Like I was not able to work. I couldn't get out of the bed most days. The idea of doing anything felt like this outrageously, uh, you know, like an enormous task that I just couldn't handle. Right going to take a shower seemed like the biggest thing like it just was a lot um and I remember having a moment when I went into the shower being like I cannot live my life like this anymore so it's this is either going to take me out or I'm going to find a way to get out of it and I remember saying in the shower that the option the first option that I gave myself is not an option right Like, that isn't an option. There are so many more things that you want to be able to do and achieve in life. And how 
amazing would it be to be able to overcome something like this and even be able to help others to to deal with it you know Mm -hmm. um and i had been talking to my managers for a while about potentially taking leave but i kept telling myself all the reasons why i can't biggest factor is money like i just didn't want to put that added stress on you but at the same time i was already not really being able to work anyways right so i just remember that i think it was a wednesday and i had finally called up the people that do like our leave just to get some information and i don't know if it was because of what i was saying how i was saying it because i had originally stated i just wanted to get information but the lady that I was on the phone with was really, she was really nice, which isn't, hasn't always been the um, vibe that I've gotten from those people from talking to them in the past. But mm-hmm. she was really, really nice. And I was grateful for that. And that was obviously meant to happen for a reason because I was not in a place to deal with anything other than that. But she was putting in all the paperwork as I was saying it. And I, I was so close to being like, no, I'm actually not going to do it right now. I just wanted to get some information. And then I was finally just kind of like, you know what? No. It's a good thing she did that. Yeah. I was like, no, I'm just, I'm going to do it. The only reason I didn't want to just jump right into it is because I did want to have a conversation with you about it before I did it. But I also just remember that there had already been conversations along the lines of doing that. And you had even stated to me, like, there needs to be something that has to happen because you were like, I don't even know how much longer you're going to be able to do this. Right. And so I just kind of was like, whatever, like, there's nothing I can do. And I'm not in a good space. I'm not in the right headspace to even be working. So I'm just going to do it. Um, and then I was really, really grateful to be able to even call you or you called me, whichever it was, and have that conversation. And you just be just 100% supportive about it. Like, yeah. You did not give me anything more to stress about you just kind of was like just do what you have to do it's for the better if you do it and i i think at at that point in time that was all that i really needed and for anybody that is out there that knows someone that struggles with any sort of mental health disorders or anything like that the best thing you can do is just be as supportive as you can even if you don't understand it because it is not the easiest thing to navigate, especially with dealing with anxiety. If you're stressed and you throw that stress on top of everything else that I'm dealing with, it's only going to enhance things and make things worse. Um, I don't know if stress is the right word, but if you make it a bigger deal, then it makes things worse. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I felt like that a little bit too. I knew like the most important thing that I could do was try and support because the levels of anxiety and stress that I saw that you were going through, I was like, okay, I'm not going to add any negative energy or or put any additional stress on it. And that, that by that point, I was like, yo, that's exactly what you need to do because you definitely are on the verge of collapse yeah. from what I'm seeing. Yeah, I was in a really bad place. I couldn't function. I couldn't do things. I wasn't getting out of the bed. Like, I have depression as well. So I feel like those things in conjunction were really messing around with just how I was just able to live everyday life. But I took that time. I think it was, what, like a month month, that that I took off. And I pretty much just went head first into just 
taking care of myself and finding routines and things that are positive and helpful Mm -hmm. rather than the opposite. And that has helped so much. Like for one, building that routine where like I'll try to go outside in the morning, I'll normally write my journal, which I haven't done in a couple of days. So I need to get back to that. But um, also I, I started doing this thing where we have a whiteboard in by our front door and I use that now to write down at least one positive thing for the day. Right. Which is important mm-hmm, because I know that like with anxiety, it's, you can be really consumed with negative thoughts constantly. And if I can at least find one positive thing, then that can change everything. So uh, there's just a lot of things, but also like therapy was amazing. Um, I absolutely am so grateful for my therapist. We've done a lot of work thus far and it's been really eye-opening. But I think what I was also telling my therapist as well is the reason why it's, because I've done therapy on and off for years, but I think the reason why this has been more life-changing than any other time is because this was the time that I was ready. I was open for it. Because I knew I didn't have any other choice. Right. It was that or my life, and that wasn't okay for me. So that is honestly why I was not in any rush to jump back into it. I didn't feel like I could put anything more on my plate. I was having panic attacks every day. It just wasn't something that I could really kind of cope with. So when you were not really, like, expressing it, I was like, I'm not going to bring it up. Right. But, yeah. But And you also have a workout board now. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been trying to come up with like a workout schedule so that I can actually work out consistently every week instead of just like, oh, today I think I'll work out because otherwise I'll just not work out for a couple of days. Um, so that's been nice. And also going out for those runs, which we need to do. Yeah, we didn't get to run last week. It's funny. Oh, I should have told you this. There was a guy um, while I was walking when mm-hmm. I before I came back literally today. Um, he saw me and he was like, yo, did you get to run this morning? Oh, wow. And I was like, no, but uh, my runs are always good. Yeah, so it was funny. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, I completely forgot that. It made me feel good. I was like, yeah, people see me. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the runs I found running is therapeutic for me. It's not just a form of exercise. I truly enjoy it. It's a time where I can really shut everything off. I can listen to whatever music I want to listen to. And then all you're focused on is just moving your feet. That's right. it. And even then, you don't even think about moving your feet so much. Mm-hmm. And a 30-minute run outside, and it has to be outside. I can't do that inside. Running a treadmill will never give me the same effect as if I were to run outside. Run outside, yeah. And now that the weather is nice, I definitely want to go. Outside. Actually, since I'm not uh, working tomorrow, maybe we should try for the morning to no, get out there. It. Yeah, yeah, not try. We're going to do actually yeah, yeah even it's... if you are open to it on tuesday well we'll see what happens for with the week but even if you're open to doing it tuesday and stuff i'm down yeah I'm, I'm i love to get my runs in so that's always good and now we've been married for a couple months yeah it's uh the 28th of this month will be how many months that's is is that no it's not horrible because we're fine with it July, <laughs> august september it'll be Four, four months. months, yeah, four months. Jeez, time flies. Yeah, that's kind of weird. 
And it's like so funny because even like we kind of knew that we were going to do it eventually, but we never put any stress or pressure on it because we've been together for 11 years. Right. Um, but it also, we were talking about this, but we've also already felt like we were already married because right. we've been living together for a very long time. We've been together for such a long time. Our lives are very much intertwined. It's just, it wasn't made legal, but I can remember being really excited for it. And then when the day actually rolled around for us to actually do it, I was so nervous. And I don't understand why, but everybody I've ever talked to about marriage always says, like, the wedding day, like, people always have these nerves. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why? Like, you know the person. You want that. So why are you nervous? But I was actually so nervous. And I can't really express why. I think it was the idea of standing up there and it feels uncomfortable and foreign to be looking someone in the eye and saying these words. And right. it's like, this isn't us. This is weird. Yeah. And then it's a person that you don't really even know. Because we did a courthouse wedding. But, like, it's a person you don't even know, like, telling you to say these things. Although our officio was awesome. She was yeah, amazing. she was real cool. <laughs> and it was her birthday that day, which was right. really cool. And we got a picture with her. So that was really good. Yeah. But I don't know. I didn't ask you how you felt, but I think you were voicing at one point that you were fine. Yeah, yeah, I was completely fine. I told myself I was going to be fine and started to believe it. I, the night before, I was like, wow, okay, yep, I'm starting to freak out a little bit. And I, so granted, I will be completely honest and transparent. The biggest reason why I was feeling, I guess, so much anxiety and anxiousness around it was one, because of the whole how they do everything that is really weird to me but two it's just knowing that this was very private and that there were people that also just didn't know it was happening explain that a little more so like for example like okay so just to give you guys some backstory nobody was really there for our wedding it was just us my um best friend was there she took our pictures and stuff like that but nobody nobody came right because we did not um we're super private to people to have people come and as much as it would have made me uncomfortable to have people there if that is something that you had wanted i would have been fine with it it wouldn't have been the end of the world it was really now that i've gone through it's like five minutes and you're in and out right but it genuinely um, felt like that. Yeah, but I do also and was trying to respect the fact that you are also extremely private as well. And these aren't really things that you tend to share with people anyways. Like you don't really share anything about your life with anybody. Um so we had always talked about it just kind of being us and not really doing anything big. And for me, because my mom isn't here around or here around isn't around here anymore. Right. Like in my head, I was like, well, I don't want to do anything big because if she can't even be there physically, like, I, do, I don't even want this to be a big thing. I don't need everybody there. People that don't even know anything about our relationship, like, I just didn't need all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the only thing that I really struggled with was the fact that my dad wasn't going to be there. That was something that was really hard for me to kind of swallow. And not necessarily because, like, I felt like I needed him to be there. I think it would have been nice to have him there. Um, And I know that he would have wanted to have been a part of it. 
but I was still sticking with our original plans and I like I just knew that that's what we had always talked about right um but it wasn't until that night where I was really feeling like this might be a like maybe this isn't the best thing to do like that's when I started to kind of question my decision on it um I think now looking back I don't regret that like I don't regret it I would be nice to have pictures and stuff to look back on with like like my dad or whatever but Uh like I don't regret how we did it um we can always do it again if you wanted to invite me or something yeah no it's not the end of the world I think the only thing that I would really like to look forward to is doing some kind of celebration right yeah we kind of did it and just kept on moving because like again Mm -hmm. we we historically don't put weight into things like that like that um, that was just like legal documentation for us. Yeah, like I didn't really think anything of it. And I I know that there's a lot of people out there that do actually have strong feelings to things like this. But in my head, I can understand that, but s- still not understand it. I don't know how to explain it. Like I can see your point of view and why you'd feel so strongly about it. But at the same time, like if my brother were to to call me up and say, hey, I got married, I wouldn't be freaking out or overly emotional about it because he didn't invite me or tell me about it right but i can understand why there are people out there that do have this strong attachment to it um that's why like for me and to kind of speak on a little more for you guys like a couple days ago we finally discussed it with my cousins and so like now they know that we're married they didn't know um, and one of my cousins, both of them, in a way, kind of had a really a, emotional reaction. And well, we got to pause for a second. Sorry to interrupt. We didn't tell them anything. Oh, right. That is true. That and is this true. is why I think this was a problem. And that's why before we had gotten into the house, I asked you if I should be wearing my ring because it hadn't even been announced to anybody yet. And so we were in there, we were both wearing our rings and your cousin who basically looks at you as like a little brother or her son Mm -hmm. saw the ring on your finger and then saw it on my finger. I was like, hold on, what the hell's going on? Right. And that's, that's how they found out. It was never we told them. That is true. I I almost forgot that because I didn't put any emotional investment into the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because again, I'm just like, yo, it's my life. It's my decisions. if I tell you, I tell you. If I don't, I don't. But I think that's why it's really hard for... And this, I think... Because I don't want anybody to... Well, you can take it how you want. But, like, I want anyone to sit there and think, like, it's like, oh, there's no sympathy or care. It's... For you, for one, don't really have that element of family. Like, you... you, I don't feel like you ever really grew up with that strong foundation of connection to a family. For sure. So that kind of stuff doesn't translate in your head because you've always been the lone wolf. You've always been on your own. Right. You've only had you to ever really rely on. So that stuff doesn't translate the same. For me, I can understand where they're coming from because I've had that connection, maybe not with like far distant relatives or anything like that, or extended family, but definitely amongst like my parents and my brother, I've always had that family connection. Right. So I can understand why that would be an emotional thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. no go ahead i was gonna say me on the other hand i was the exact opposite of you as soon as it happened i made sure everybody knew or they knew the night before it was happening right or even maybe a couple of days leading up to when it was happening i remember even before we had gone to the courthouse i had had a conversation with my dad 
asking him if we were to get married and it was just the two of us, we didn't invite anybody, would you be okay with that? Because I knew if any, if there was any doubt or if he had told me that it would upset him, then I would have to change my viewpoint and he would have to be there. Right. Because I wouldn't have been able to deal with that kind of weight on my shoulders. I would have felt extremely guilty. But why? That's my That's where I get very confused. Mm-hmm. Because for me, it's just like, I am not looking for the validation or... But it's not a validation thing. I don't want to hurt anybody that I love and care about. And that was it for me. And I can understand as a parent, this person came from you from like... Like they, they really come from you. You brought them to where they are, help them grow, help them learn. And now you have to send them on your way and to not be a part of something that big. I can understand why that would be hard for somebody. So I didn't want that to be something where he felt hurt or like I didn't care because that was never the, the, the reason behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how else to explain that. I don't know if you will ever understand that. Like, I don't know if you will ever be able to understand what that is like. And I think that has a lot to do with just your background. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just know that for me, like, had he said that he would have had a problem with it, I wouldn't have been able to do it with him not being there. Right. And I, I just, I know I wouldn't have been able to. And it's because not just a matter of, not wanting to hurt him, but I didn't want to go into something that is meant to be really happy and good for us to have something negative surrounding it. I get you. You know what I mean? I just wouldn't want that to be how we stepped into this like new phase of life, if you want to call it that. Yeah. Even though to me, nothing has changed. Our life has not changed whatsoever. And that's what I struggle with because I'm like, oh my God, we prescribe meaning to every single thing, everyone. And it, I, it's a struggle for me at times, but I get it. Like yeah. I understand the goal isn't to hurt anyone or anything like that, but that's where I, I struggle. It's like, does everything have to have this very deep meaning? And it just seems like very worldly. And it's like, I don't know. I'm on my deathbed. I'm not going to be thinking of this, but it did. I also have, I know I don't have like a standard way of thinking, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, I think that's also like a, in human nature, we want to have these connections and things like that. And I think that's why it upset your cousins so much because they felt like they brought you they they have you in their life and they fully accept you and you are not just a cousin to them you are like a younger brother to them Mm -hmm. that like dang we couldn't even know about it like that's how they felt Mm -hmm. although one of them did know yeah that's another story i definitely had told her but um yeah i will say for me you can say how you felt about it but for me, the reaction really messed me up. <laughs> I was really overwhelmed and immediately felt like I need to get out of here. I'm the bad guy. People are crying now. Like, this is really, like, throwing me off. Like, there's a, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. And we were there for your oldest cousin's daughter's birthday. Like, right. that is not the vibe that I wanted to have. And then I don't also need you to try to guilt trip me to feel bad 
because it's your daughter's birthday and this is what just happened. Like, right. I didn't want any of that. But And that's my thing. I'm like, I didn't tell you to have this emotional yeah. reaction. This was your decision to have yeah. that reaction. So, but everyone, and that's a, like you saw me, I was cool, calm, and collected the entire time. It's just like, say your piece, I get it. Like, this is going to be said and it's not going to be anything worth even really having a conversation about going forward mm -hmm. right like that's just a simple moment in time mm -hmm. that we created a value around yeah like, that really didn't need to right but but it's cool like i appreciate them and definitely they opened up my perspective kind of like to what you were talking about mm -hmm. um i can understand how things like that can hurt people I'm not inherently taking anything away from you or physically hurting you in any way. So it's, but it's, it's an emotional hurt. It's, yeah. And again, like we discussed earlier, you have yeah. choices in your emotional reactions. You do, but at the same time, you're valid in what you feel. In terms yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But yeah, I don't know. But I, I also felt like they kind of took that away as like, we will never really include them in our lives mm -hmm. and i had to stress very i didn't have to but i felt like i wanted to stress very firmly that this what we did in terms of getting married that was for us that had nothing to do with anybody else this was a commitment we wanted to make to each other and we literally had already been making that commitment to each other we were just willing to make it legal now right but if your fear is that any other big moments in our lives, like having children or anything like that, you will not be a part of, that is not the case. Right, 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 right. right. And I wouldn't imagine, like, keeping that from anyone. Well, that's, I wouldn't be able to, otherwise yeah, I just wouldn't be around. Right, like, that. that's, like, that's the only other, like, huge thing that I can imagine that would pop up. But, like, yeah. that's, a see, I put that in a different category. Like, and I, I, I don't know how to put it. Maybe I don't know how to put it in the words yet, but like I look at the marriage aspect and as long as we're good with where we are mm -hmm. and what we're trying to do, like everything else around it is kind of goes into like a superficial bucket as a matter of like this person's going to, who knows? Like to me, there's no, I don't know. In my mind, there's very little weight I put to it. I get it, but for me personally. Yeah. I mean, I want to also say my view behind like not making the wedding a big deal or anything like that was more so just because I also feel like I don't even truly know if people value the idea of marriage like it used to be valued and mm -hmm. I don't want to say that in a way that sounds like really negative but I think we're really quick and impulsive to make these decisions and then in a year's time five years time we're ready to call it quits for one re reason or another, whatever it may be, right. they end. So it's like we make this big deal out of this event and this huge union and commitment that someone's making to then a few years down the road, they may not even be together anymore. Uh -huh. And like, I just, in my head, I just felt like instead of doing that, like, let's just stick to our roots and what we know we just do this for ourselves and then just carry on with life because nothing is any different and i feel like if we make it feel like something is different then that's that's going to cause change right and i think for for both of us that's like the underlying thing like that influence how we maneuvered that mm -hmm. and why we felt better just kind of keeping it 
between mm -hmm. us because we didn't want this influx of perspectives that don't speak to us mm -hmm. coming in. Mm -hmm. I think if we if I if I had to really break it down to why I prefer it that way is because I don't need your per perspective on this. Yeah. Right? This is between two people, not mm -hmm. everyone. Yeah. And I think that's why I didn't really care mm -hmm. if anyone felt any type of way that I didn't say anything. It, it, it might be a horrible way of looking at it. I understand that yeah. I can be very wrong on this subject, but I know <coughs> I don't regret anything about it, so I'm going to be okay with it. Yeah. I know for me personally, the only thing that I'm waiting is for the ball to drop when you do finally tell your mom, because that is... She'll be all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah that's I look at it differently because that's you're her only son. It that's gonna be a big thing. And I don't want her to look at me any different because it's not something that I didn't want her to not know about mm -hmm. or to feel included in. Like but it's just Yeah, I know her reaction is not gonna be good. That's why she's gonna find out in ten years. Oh my god. Yeah. Good stuff. Well good stuff. What's next? Did we have anything else we wanted to talk about? This was like our first warm-up episode back. Yeah. I mean, my my big thought coming back was I wanted to use the conversation we had the night we were at your cousin's mm -hmm. as kind of like a topic to kind of just talk about emotional attachments and why people have such strong emotional attachments. Um, and that really just was sparked because of how... I don't know what the right word is. It's going to sound bad to say this, but how aggressive the reaction was and felt mm -hmm. like the tears, the not wanting to talk, the, like all this felt like it was really kind of unnecessary in my head. Mm -hmm. Instead of us being adults and let's talk about this, you tell me your side of things and we will explain why we did what we did. And all maybe right. you'll have an understanding and we can come to middle ground. Right. But I also know that we feel what we feel. But it's kind of like what you've been voicing a lot lately and what I've been trying to practice is there's two paths that you can always take. Mm -hmm. You can let those emotions overtake and run everything or you can breathe into the emotions, accept it for what it is and then let it go. Right. And I felt like it was just being overtaken instead of letting it go. Right. But it is what it is. Yeah. All in all, I'm happy that this is um, this episode came together so good. I, I I felt like for what four months, call it, of not recording, we feel rusty or this would be kind of weird. But I feel like we just kind of picked back up where we left off, and it's been very good doing this recording today. Yeah, it's always nice to do it because it doesn't really feel like anything other than just having a conversation with a group of friends. So yeah, it's pretty easy to do that. Mm -hmm. Don't put any weight behind it. Um. But yeah, I mean, honestly, if you guys have opinions, I'm open to hearing all perspectives and just um, how people view this, because I realize life is all about the different perspectives. Like everybody sees the world very differently right? for one reason or another. So I would be open to hearing what, you know, your guys take is on something like this. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I personally, I, I'll say the same thing. Like, yeah, just getting a bunch of different perspectives and opinions in the entire in, around this whole concept. Because I understand that even though it's something that's 
I personally believe was the right choice for us that um, it doesn't mean that overall, like it's, it's flawless. There, there are probably going to be some flaws in maybe my belief system or things that I'm thinking. We're not perfect. No one is. So it's like, I'm willing to have a conversation around this. Definitely. There's a perspective that um, someone wants to present. So, yeah. And you know what I just realized as what? well, what we did was very, very, very true to us because we've never, made anything big like we got together we never walked around telling people like that's my boyfriend that's my girl like we never really did that right. I don't really share that with a lot of people in general um although now that i'm married i feel like i i hear myself saying it a lot more uh-huh. but um but also like when we started talking about getting married, we didn't really like voice that very much when we moved in together. It's not like we made an announcement like, Hey, we are living together. Like we've never made anything feel like a big deal. It just felt like the next natural step. Right. And so I think that's also why it's really hard for us to grasp why it is always like such a big deal to others. Um, because we've never really looked at making these things a big deal. A big deal, deal. yeah. It's, you know why. I think, uh, and this is my last thing, and then we'll get on out of here, but um, I think it's just because we do a very good job of talking things out mm-hmm. to an extent, mm-hmm. to the fullest extent, so that it's a lot of things aren't unsaid or yeah. like loose ends or anything. So mm-hmm. we're already certain in what we're stepping into before we step, step into, into it, it yeah. so it doesn't need to be a conversation yeah and so, we also have never really cared about outside forces in their opinion yeah because even when we're around people and people tell us what we should do with our relationship we take with a grain of salt you're more than welcome to give us your opinion but we're still going to keep doing what we do what we do right <clears throat> anyways that's all i've got to say you have anything else you want to add no Beautiful. So we'll catch you guys in the comments section and um, catch up on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Hey, friends, and welcome back to the Not So Serious Couple podcast. The podcast where we discuss topics that cross our minds and yours along with things we love like movies, books, true crime, society, and a lot of friendly banter. Join us and get ready to have a good laugh and learn about us as we learn about you.